Welcome to the Outcomes Rocket Podcast, where we inspire collaborative thinking, improved outcomes, and business success with today's most successful and inspiring healthcare leaders and influencers. And now your host, Saul Marquez. And welcome back to the Outcomes Rocket Podcast. Today I have the outstanding Eliav Rodman. He's a director of marketing at OrCam Technologies. Eliav is an entrepreneur and content marketing expert with international experience in community building, marketing, and management. Before joining OrCam, Eliav founded a Los Angeles-based consultancy providing digital marketing services, served as interim executive director of the LA Jewish Chamber of Commerce, and as director of business development for a New York-based daily deal platform. He's an expert at communication with social media, as well as digital marketing. And it's a pleasure to have him on the podcast. Elia, welcome. Hey, thanks, Saul. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. And thank you for joining me so late in your day in Israel. Really appreciate that. Hey, this is what keeps me up at night. <laughs> Literally, right? <laughs> Literally. So Elia, anything in the intro that I missed that you want to share with the listeners? No, I mean, you covered kind of who I am. I think that one of the best things about my job, uh, about where I work and the people that I meet, and I'm sure we'll get a little bit more into that, is that we do something that's incredible, that helps people. And I hope for all the listeners out there that you're as fortunate as I am to have that feeling of being able to make a positive impact in the world. Absolutely. So why did you decide to get into the medical sector? Well, I came from a background in marketing and specifically in uh, digital marketing. And when the opportunity came to join a company that was, at the time, just getting started, that was going to be doing something huge, really revolutionizing assistive technology and bringing wearable artificial intelligence to people who really need it, that was a no-brainer. So that's how I got into this whole thing. I <laughs> love it. It was a clear path. You saw it. And so before we dive into the hot topic, maybe level set with the listeners, Eliav, on what OrCam is and what you guys do. Great. So OrCam is a wearable artificial intelligence powerhouse. We're a company based in Jerusalem, Israel, and we make a product called OrCam My Eye. OrCam My Eye is a tiny wearable device. So it's about the size of your finger and it snaps onto a pair of eyeglasses and it's got a camera. It's got a little mini speaker that positions next to the wearer's ear and it does a couple cool things. It can read text. It can recognize faces, also products, money notes and colors and a couple more cool things. And what it brings, what it does for people is provide independence hmm. because it allows people who are blind or visually impaired, partially sighted, or have reading difficulties to access information independently in a way that was never available before. Very cool. So say I'm blind and I'm at the grocery store and I've got this thing on. I'm at the cash register getting ready to pay. What, what Does it say something to me? Yeah. So it speaks to you when you want it to. And this is one of the really cool things about Orcan My Eye. Not only does it do all of what I just said, right? But think about it like this. If it was constantly telling you everything that it saw, so reading everything and, and telling you all the faces that it sees, that would be a lot of information, yeah. probably information overload. Too, many, too much. Yeah. So what we did was we tapped into our core technology, which is 
artificial vision. So kind of as a, as a subdomain of artificial intelligence, artificial vision is a discipline that allows computers to understand what is contained in an image. And we tapped into that core technological advantage and used it not only for the feature set, but also for the user interface. And so what you do is if you're at the cash register and you'd like to pay and you're not sure if what you're holding in your hand is a 20 or a $50 bill, you can point to the money note with your index finger and instantly the camera will snap an image, decode it, recognize it and tell you in your ear, $20 or $50. Nice. And it works kind of the same way with reading. So take any piece of text, so a book, a magazine, a newspaper, point at it, and the camera will instantly start to read, making accessible all kinds of information that really wasn't necessarily so accessible before. And because it's wearable, you can do that not only with something that you can hold in your hand, but you could do it with a sign on a shop or a street sign and tons more examples. Very cool. Very cool. And, you know, today's world, you really have to be open to technologies that are going to help you leverage the quality of life that you live. And OrCam seems to be doing that in a big way. What would you say that hot topic that needs to be on every medical leader's agenda today, Eliav? What is it? And how are you guys at OrCam tackling it? I think that when it comes to technology, assistive technology, and bringing it to the people who need it most, there are a number of challenges. One of the things that we've focused on at OrCam in the past few years is making sure that money is not a barrier. And the market out there for assistive technology has plenty of options. For us, the challenge has been convincing people to take that leap of faith and start using a device that's truly 21st century. But, but more than that, taking it up a level and going to whether it's governments in the United States, it's specifically state agencies, and certainly the insurance industry, when it comes to making access available to funding, usually funding that already exists, and bringing a new, a truly cutting edge technology into the infrastructure that allows people to receive it, to access it, to receive the subsidies and so on. It's a formidable challenge. And I think that everyone will be well served in bringing down some of those barriers and making new technologies that are making a dramatic impact, positive impact on people's lives, making them a little bit more approachable and accessible. I think that's so great. And so as you guys start to figure this out, I mean, one of the biggest challenges in, in any healthcare startup is, is really that, that financial piece, right? Aligning with incentives, making sure that reimbursement is there. You guys seem to have your finger on the pulse of that. Can you give an example to the listeners how you're creating results by doing and thinking differently? Yeah, when it comes to that, first of all, I'm very proud to say that so many veterans in the United States who can use our technology are using it, and nice. it is covered by the VA entirely. That's awesome. So, and that, that is huge, and, and kudos to the VA for understanding that this technology is something that is a worthy investment. We, were, uh, we appeared on, uh, on television in the U.S. Uh, recently and on, recent, on Veterans Day recently as well with some of the, the veterans that are, that are really benefiting from our technology. We owe so much to these men and women that 
in a way, this is the least we can do. And there are so many more people that can benefit from our technology. I'll, I'll just give you one more example that also relates to one of the advantages of the technology that we've developed at Orkin. We have a guy who's an engineer at NASA, mm-hmm. and he was able to receive an Orkin device as part of a state program that helps people who can use this technology in order to, in this case, keep a job. So that's pretty cool, right? NASA. But one more cool thing about our technology is that because of the way it works, the processing is done locally on the device. And so it snaps the image and reads it back to you without relying on the cloud. That's astounding. I mean, in 2018, to be talking about technology that's so advanced and yet not cloud reliant, that's, yeah. it's a refreshing change from so much what we're hearing today. But in this case also, you know, Houston, hey, no problem. You can use an Orkham Maya at NASA and not be worried about data leaking, about privacy concerns. And that that's also a huge thing. Yeah. So there's definitely some perks there from a cybersecurity perspective, keeping everything secure within the device. Absolutely. Oh, that's fascinating. And uh, what a great thing that you guys are doing for for the veterans and, and kudos to that organization for seeing the value, like you said. But you know, ultimately you guys help them see that value. A lot of times companies struggle getting that message to them. What did you guys do to, to help them see the value? I think the technology really speaks for itself, but in many cases, the way this comes about, and you know, this is definitely a piece of advice for people out there who are looking to introduce new technologies, our best advocates are our users. And people who are using our device, and I give a lot of credit to our early adopters who were willing to test it out with us back when I joined in 2013. We went out there and and had a lot of kind of hands-on contact with some of the early adopters of the technology. And they became our biggest champions when, you know, you can listen to me talk about how cool it is all day long but I'm the marketing guy in the company. <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah. when, it's when people who are using it and you know, relying on it day in and day out, when we start listening to them, then, then we really understand the value. And on our end, it's interesting. One of the ways in which we realized early on just how impactful this was, was a, a, couple, a, a couple phone calls over the course of the first few months where people called us and said, hey, something didn't, you know, I dropped it, whatever. Some, something's not working right. You need to fix it for me now. Now, I mean, I, I rely on this. I need this every <laughs> single day. You know, how do we overnight me a new whatever? And you realize that, wow, people really rely on this technology. It's yeah. making such an impact in their day-to-day lives. I think that's so cool. When you know that what you're doing is pivotal to somebody's day-to-day, you know you're doing the right thing. And so you guys have been doing your thing. It's expanding. What would you say one of the setbacks you guys have had What did you learn from that setback that's made you guys better? I think that, and this touches on the last thing that we said about listening to users. And I think initially we were really excited to introduce introduce our technology. And initially that the excitement brought us to a point where there were so many things that we wanted to do. And it's hard to make them all right at once. And so taking a step back, uh, introducing things incrementally, and listening to user feedback in order to fine tune was definitely the remedy. And especially when you're talking about a community of people who have a disability, we all have challenges in life. And we're all on some spectrum of ability, disability, of of challenge, right? But here, uh, we and most people, our company is proud to have people on the team who who are blind and who are visually impaired. 
but most of the people in the company are kind of uh, typically sighted individuals. And to be able to tap in and listen to the people that we're serving is key. And then kind of going step by step and bringing the value that they're looking for is critical to success. And to that end, I'm also very proud to say that today we have relationships with the largest organizations representing uh, blind and visually impaired people in the United States and in the world who we cooperate with and involve from the very early stages of development in order to hit the target and to come out with a product, a device, technology that is truly providing the value and the service that our constituents want. Love that. No, it's such a great, great lesson learned and uh, always goes back to listening to your customers over and over again because it is what matters. So what would you say the other side of that coin is, Eliav? What's one of your proudest moments that you've experienced while at OrCam? I would say one of the proudest moments was uh, at last year's uh, CES conference where we won a competition called Last Gadget Standing. And it was, you know, a very proud moment uh, standing up there on stage and receiving an award. But uh, more than that, I think that it, it was super exciting for me because I get to meet in my role a lot of people who use our device and who benefit from OrCam's technology. And they tell me how, how great OrCam AI is. But to receive the same validation, not in a room full of people who need our technology necessarily, but, you know, a room full of tech geeks, that's incredible. And it shows that the technology is fantastic. And mm-hmm. also the cause and the benefit we're bringing to people is fantastic as well. And that was just an amazing experience. Very proud of that. Congratulations. That's uh, pretty amazing, right? And the, the users, but also in a room of your peers of inventors and people that are doing awesome stuff and you're being recognized as the last gadget standing. Yeah, That's it was pretty, super cool. That and, is cool. and David Pogue's a cool guy too. So uh <laughs> it, was, it was nice to uh to be up there on uh on stage and kind of do a live demo with him that was uh that was thrilling that's pretty awesome man congrats what would you say an exciting project within orcam you're working on today that you want to share with the listeners well we've got a couple of really cool things uh coming up and definitely stay tuned for what else we can do with our technology in addition to our current line of devices but uh i won't give too many spoilers on that i'll just say you know think Think what you would want to do with the ability to recognize faces, text, colors, and, and so on. If you could walk around with a wearable device that, that has all these abilities, what would you want to do with it? And specifically, a project that I'll relate to is, so when we started off with OrCam II, the it was very clear to us that there are 350 million people in the world who are somewhere on the spectrum of totally blind to having a visual uh, disability or challenge, essentially anything, any type of condition that simple eyeglasses or refractive lenses can't treat, can't fix. So 350 million people is huge. But we realized there's a whole other group of people who could benefit from our technology, whose problem's not in the eyes, not in receiving the visual information itself, but actually in the processing of the brain. And the biggest group of people that we could think of in that category are people with dyslexia. And we have a a version of our OrCam Eye device called OrCam My Reader. And it's designed with them in mind as well. And then there's people who have other problems like aphasia, often as a result of a stroke. And there's people for whom reading is a priority. And we're not all necessarily visual people. Some of us are auditory learners. So think about lawyers or students who have to read you know, ridiculous amounts really on a, on a weekly basis. Is there a speed of text? In this thing where you could speed it up? 
you'd be surprised how fast it can go. And I was surprised <laughs> to learn just how fast people can listen. But in the end, wow. there's about a billion people in the world we think we can help with this technology. And how does the voice sound? Is it, is it like a robot or is it more human? Uh, it sounds here. I can pop it on and uh, wake it up for you. Let's see. Yeah, that'd be cool. Can you hear it? I heard waking up lightly. Battery is 77%. All right, here we go. Now I've got it going through an outside speaker. Flip or connected. All right, so I've got external uh, speakers connected. And I'm holding an OrCam, uh, OrCam brochure here with a quote from one of our users. So I'm going to point at the text. Camera's going to see the pointing gesture. Snap an image and just start reading. Adjusting to a living with visual impairment has its struggles, but OrCam has given me back my independence. Love it. Love it. Super cool, man. <laughs> Love it actually that. works. It does. Love the, the little demo there. Appreciate that. Didn't mean to put you on the spot, but you did really well. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> nice. uh, yeah. I've got, got some experience with this. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. For sure you do. So no, appreciate that. And really interesting. You know, I was in New York. It was probably about seven years ago. And um, I did this, I forget what it's called, but it was like a blind experience where it's a complete simulation of New York City and it's led by, you're with a group of people and it's led by a, a blind person and they put blinders on you and they turn all the lights off and they take you into the park experience, into the grocery store, the metro. And man, I mean, it was hard and I couldn't see anything. And they talked to us about how, yeah, some people have been blind their whole lives. Some people just happen in their adulthood, but you have to, adapt. And one of the techniques that they did was the way you fold your money it will help you understand what it is. And now with stuff like this, I mean, it's pretty cool. I'm glad we had you on because, hey, if you're listening to this and you're looking for a solution for either yourself, one of your patients, or anybody in your family, this is a wonderful solution to help get you through the day-to-day -day of your life with pleasure rather than, than just regret. And so, Eliab, this has been a really great experience. Thanks for, uh, thanks for giving me the opportunity to spread the word. Absolutely. Now, we're not done yet. So close to the end, you and I are going to build a leadership course on what it takes to be successful in healthcare. And so I've got five questions lightning round style for you, followed by a book that you recommend to the listeners. You ready? I'm ready. All right. What's the best way to improve healthcare outcomes? Listen to your constituents, patients, customers, clients. What is the biggest mistake or pitfall to avoid? getting ahead of yourself and not being able to follow through on that. Take it one step at a time. Love it. How do you stay relevant as an organization despite constant change? Keep abreast of technology and constantly innovate. What's one area of focus that drives everything in your organization? The people, definitely the people. And that includes the people on our team who are geniuses. I really have the, the pleasure to work with some of the best minds in artificial intelligence today and the people that use our technology, who we are constantly in touch with and listening to. And that is like a killer combo because you have these amazing minds creating this crazy, awesome tech. And then you have the people who are guiding your path and telling you, hey, work on this next. Love that. What is your number one success habit? Staying clear and focused and meeting the goals you set for yourself. Love that, Eliab. Clarity is power. And what book would you recommend to the listeners as part of the syllabus? 
Okay, I, I gotta have two here. Okay, the <laughs> first right. one is *Sapiens* by Yuval Noah Harari. He's mm-hmm. um, yeah, actually the, the privilege of learning uh, learning with him at the Hebrew University in Jerusalem, and very cool. Just puts everything in perspective. Uh, if you haven't read it yet, there's tons of things that are super interesting to the medical community in there. But in general, it just kind of puts literally everything in perspective. And I, I have to add one more in there. And that's a book called The Blind Visionary by Virginia Jacko. And I've had the, the privilege to meet uh, Virginia Jacko. She heads up the Miami Lighthouse for the Blind, a fantastic and super interesting woman. And the book she wrote is a really interesting perspective into what it's like for people who are blind, for people who lost, especially people who lost their sight kind of at a, a later stage in life. Wow. Some great recommendations there, Eliav. I've uh, read Sapiens before, but I think I'm going to read it again. It's definitely a great one, folks, if you haven't checked it out. You can get all this material, links to the books, links to My Eye 2, and, and all the things that Orcam provides at outcomesrocket.health slash ORCAM. It's O-R-C-A-M. You're going to find that there. Eliav, if you could just share your uh, closing thoughts and then the best place where the listeners could get in touch, uh, that'd be awesome. Sure. So my closing thoughts are that when you zoom out a little bit and you think about where artificial intelligence is going and, and the impact it's going to have on our lives, remember ORCAM as an example of where artificial intelligence is really leveling the human playing field and making our experience, making our communities, making our existence as human beings on this planet a little bit more equal, a little bit more balanced. And if technology like OrCamii can take a blind kid who's nine years old and give him the hope of you know, what he can be when he grows up, right? Having a career and access to information is key then at the end of the day, artificial intelligence is going to be a, a huge, amazing thing. Not some of the scary stuff that we've seen on TV lately, but it's really going to make a positive benefit on humanity at large. And I hope that that ties in for you to some of the things that we talked about today and, and about my experience at Orcam that I've shared with you, but also kind of on a bigger picture about you know where this world is going. So without being too uh, profound there, <laughs> you guys can feel free to get in touch with me on the, the usual social networks. Um, and uh, LinkedIn is probably the best one there. Or you can always shoot me an email. It's just my name, eliav.rodman at orcam.com. Outstanding. Eliav, great message. You've left us with a lot to think about and a lot to continue researching. So keep doing what you're doing. You and your, your company over there, you guys are doing some pretty phenomenal stuff. We're excited to keep up with you guys. And again, thanks for spending time with us. Thank you very much, Saul. Thanks for listening to the Outcomes Rocket podcast. Be sure to visit us on the web at www.outcomesrocket.com for the show notes, resources, inspiration, and so much more. 